So the amazing and super beloved comic artist Kim Jung-ji passed away suddenly at the age of 47. We understand it might have been related to a heart attack while he was traveling internationally. He's going to be missed by his family, his friends, and his many fans, among whom Dwight Adrian and I count ourselves. We are big fans of Jung-ji. We wanted to take some time on the pod to celebrate his tremendous artistry and his connection and contribution to the creative community. We never met Jung-ji, but by all accounts, outside of his incredible talent and skill, he was a kind, generous soul. Um, also, in light of his passing, we started talking about the life of an artist. Um, we've lost quite a few over the last decade, even really the last few years. Um, Neil Adams and George Perez and Tom Palmer, Darwin Cook, Tim Sale, J.P. Leone, Jesse Hamm, Jerry Alangulin, Steve Dillon, LaShawn Colvin here recently. Um, being an artist, of course, you know, you work hard to be good at it and you get to make things for a living. And again, you are a part of a creative community. You know, you have fans. But there's also real shit that goes on behind the scenes, especially if you're a freelancer, like long hours and paying bills and raising kids and uh, taking care of your pets and uh, saving for a vacation if you can afford to take one and retirement if you can afford to save for that and health care. That's the other side of it. And we didn't want to leave that part out. Anyway, thanks for checking out this episode. And if you are a fan or a friend of Jung Ji's, we are truly sorry for your loss. For as much as, as we here at the podcast can be, we're right there with you. And please take care. Yeah, human expression. That's what he was, man. I think he was. I mean, more than anything, he was a he was a human expressionist, man. Mm. I mean, he he very much was a thing uh, where he just he just got it, you know, and the living in the moment mm-hmm. and living living inside the moment. That's what I mean, it was. It was effortless for him, man. You know, you see you see some artists that are sitting down and they they get they, they sit down and think about, oh, okay, I want to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to start off with the with the basic shapes basic forms, getting there and start carving out the individual line work and things like that. Jungji wasn't doing any of that. Jungji was like, okay, I'm in there. I'm just going to start right here, end up over here. That's his head. That's his foot. This is everything in between. You know? Mm-hmm. Seemingly effortless, man. Yeah. But anyway. And, and yet he was probably in his mind and inside of himself toiling away and second guessing and you know and things probably still didn't turn out how they were in his head mm-hmm. you know once he got it on paper but you know to do to, to to perform at that high a level as an artist and to have that level of skill and, and prowess mm-hmm. and then also to be able to do that in front of throngs of people yes man you know that's that's really the thing that just <laughs> is so incredible about him as an artist and as you know like you said as a human expressionist if you will you know, is, is, you know, drawing, drawing by your damn self is hard. Right. Drawing in front of other people. Yeah. Yeah. Is super challenging. And then on, on top of that, to have like just an audience full of people and for him to start, like you said, at one end of this, this wide landscape canvas and then he gets to the other and there's all this detail and all this personality and the faces and details on clothing and uniforms and on machinery and to not have a reference for a motorcycle or a car or a truck or a table or a desk or a sofa, just have none of that and just Mm -mm. seemingly pull it out of the ether, you know, whole cloth. It's just, Mm -hmm. it was just incredible, you know, and I think, and we're talking about, obviously, uh, uh, Kim Jong-ji passed away on uh, Monday the 3rd. Mm -hmm. He was traveling internationally. I think he was in Paris at the time when it happened. They say it was related to like a heart, maybe like a heart attack. And he was on his way, he was going to leave Paris. He was on his way to New York for the New York Comic Con. Oh, okay. Wow. So uh, we're recording this uh, this episode on the weekend of New York Comic Con, 
And I'm sure that they're going to have put together some kind of a memorial service for his fans and his peers. And many, many of his peers were his fans, you know. Right. You know, for those folks who are, who are in New York and were expecting to see him and, and to be there with him. But, um, but yeah, he passed, he passed away on Monday. He was 47 years old. A world-renowned comic book artist. Teacher, mentor. Teacher, mentor, lecturer. He did demos all over the world. Just a really beloved and respected member of, you know, the comics world and specifically, you know, or really the uh, creative community at large. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of articles were written about, you know, about him, uh, you know, after his passing, you know, CNN, L.A. Times, uh, CBR, Bleeding Cool. But, yeah, he's I think my first. I think my first uh, encounter with him was just like on social media where people just started sharing stuff in these videos. Right. You know, you start, you know, and this was at a time where like now, you know, every, you know, every, everybody shares everything. And a lot of the videos that people share are shorter mm-hmm. driven by like a TikTok or, you know, that sort of thing. But these would be long form videos. And, you know, you'd start watching this five, six, seven years ago. You start watching it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Wait a minute. Did he just, yeah. <laughs> did he just draw all of that, you know, right now? Yeah, right, right here, right now, in front of those folks who are sitting. Did I just watch him do that? Right, right. You know, and it was some of it would be time lapse, and you'd be like, "Okay, wait a minute, there's just no way." Right. Somebody did something this good. I mean, you know, at conventions, you know, if you get head head sketches and right torsos, you're, right, yeah, right. yeah, you know, you're lucky, right? Yeah, you know, um, and even though sometimes you know a little wonky, you know, it's like the lighting is bad in the in the room where the con is, or. You know the the you know the the artist's ass fell asleep while they were drawing. And, you know they were right, just right, ready right. to be done. You just never know, right? But God, I think that was probably the first time I ever saw his work and didn't really know that he was a comic book artist. I, I'm not super familiar with a lot of uh, Korean comics mm-hmm. and um, uh, even you know a lot of Korean comic makers, so to speak. You know, other than you know like you know someone who you know from America like Jim Lee or mm-hmm. you know someone someone of his caliber. But what about you? Uh. I mean, for me, it was it was probably the same thing as a social media outcry of just how how fast he was and how how congruent he was. I mean, everything he did, every, every line he drew had purpose. There was no there was no ratios involved with what he was doing. Mm-hmm. There was no pre planning involved with what he was doing. Mm-mm. He was just going based on what his, what his own what his own internal mechanism did, man. And it was just it was it was almost it was as close to in a lot of ways close to magic in terms of. What you what you thought an artist could do, you know, as you can get. I mean, yeah, he didn't. Uh, there was, I mean, this guy's had he had a wealth of 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 internalized imagery that he was capable of performing on on command. He, he was so familiar with the things and and the, the artwork that he did, so familiar with the subject matters which he which he did, which were vast. They could just pull it off, man. Technical things, no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, softer, softer forms, no problem. Harder forms, no problem. I mean, he took time. He paused for a moment on certain things, but he didn't, not very long. And he always had it. Like, you could tell he had a pre-planned picture in his head that he was capable of executing on in, in, in reality. Like, it was just, okay, I want to do this. and But it didn't seem like it was pre-planned. But you knew that, okay... You know, this side of the face must match this side of the face based on this angle. Mm-hmm. This side, this this side of the of the of the of the, of the bike must match this side of the bike to be to be in the right um, compositional form. And he just did it, man. And it just it absolutely blew me away. Absolutely blew me away. And everybody else. I mean, when when masters fall at your feet, you know, and watch what you're doing, 
you know, you're, you know, you're very accomplished, you know, you're at a different level, different echelon, so to speak. So, yeah, I wish I'd seen him in person, but I mean, I watched, watched numerous videos on YouTube and things like that was, 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 was very, was very personal because there were times where he went like with his, with, with Super Ani and with his, his film crew that was there watching him in hotel, hotel rooms, he would personalize every book or personalize most books that were, you know, they, that you would pay a certain fee to get personalized. He would sit there and, and film and he would just do it effortless. Like it was, it was just like, it was like breathing to him. You know, if any if any artist I were think of in terms of it's like like it's like breathing to them, mm-hmm. this is like breathing to him. Yeah. It was like not a not a big deal. He didn't. It wasn't a whole lot of, I got to get ready for this. You know, I got to get in the game. Got to get my head right. He was just like, start flowing. So, I almost wonder if he had an identic memory where you know he could keep that stuff in his head and recall it in a way that the average person can't. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it's one thing to draw well. It's one thing to render well. It's one thing to to be good at figure drawing. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's just another thing to 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 recall that kind of that level of detail and to be, you know, that facile and 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 seemingly it seems very precious and mannered. You know, with all the stuff in it, but it's not. You know, like you said, it was just. Mm-hmm. It just seemed to flow, and um, and and after a while, you know, again, we were all exposed to his work. I, I'm speaking for you now, as probably as well, and Adrian, I think too. You know, maybe five, six, seven, eight years ago, you know, people sharing videos and stuff online, and you know, and you start to see still images, and and then after a while, mm-hmm. everybody just kind of. Uh, there was a, a friend of the of the show, uh, Sidebar, you know, who started referring to him as the as the God, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he and he kind of was the God, you know, it was like, wow, you know, it's like I've seen people draw before. I've drawn myself in the past. You you make art. Adrian makes art. You know, we have tons of friends who are artists mm-hmm. and who make things. And so the making of something is not a mystery. But to watch him do what he did, it did seem like magic or like mysterious and, and, and enigmatic. We're like, mm-hmm. wait, huh? What? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you mentioned, yeah, he he. Jung Ji worked at Superani Studios, and I think that's just like a collective of, of talent. Yeah, I think so too. Alongside uh, Hyunjin Kim, Miss Jisoo, uh, Nicholas Namiri, and Jade Stonehouse, and there may be others that are associated with it. But um, and they put out, you know, they put out books. They would, you know, they would do convention circuit and mm-hmm. travel, and like you said, do lectures and so on and so forth. And then, of course, make comics and make you know, make art as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's how I first heard about Superani. Mm-hmm. Was after you know after you know because I started following them on uh, uh, Instagram and uh, and follow and following them online. But yeah, he's uh, just just really a like you said. It's just it just seems like magic. I hate to call it that because I know people work very hard. You know, to right. get good yeah. at drawing. Oh, yeah. But he definitely worked hard at it. You know, but it's like it's but it's his facility and and his 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 whimsy. Like he just didn't like it, it was effortless for him, man. Like he, he didn't. He, I mean, you could see it, you could see him looking at it. And it was obviously a, a contemplative. It was, it was obviously a a, a, a intellectual process, but it wasn't mm-hmm. one which he was which he was burdened by. Right. Which a lot of times that when, when, when you're doing performative situations, because let's let's let's, be, let's you know, he's performing. I mean, in front people have expectations, and when they, and when you're in front of them, they have expectations you'll be able to accomplish those tasks, but. It was just like you know, I, yeah, I do this. I breathe this. This is what I do. I live and breathe this stuff. Mm-hmm. This wasn't a big deal for me. I just I, I I exhale, and there's the art for you. So yeah, gone too soon, sir. Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. I um, 
I texted you guys the morning that I heard that he passed away and yeah. You know, you and Adrian were both incredulous like, "What? No, that's impossible." You know, that's and 47 is just super young. That is just super young, you know. And you talk about, you know, someone leaving us literally at the top of their game, you know. Mhm. You know, not to say that he wouldn't have gotten better in the future, but I mean, just clearly someone who was just firing on all cylinders at the at the height of his powers. And at a point in his career, seemingly where he's universally being recognized for, mm-hmm. you know, for the mastery of his work and his artistry and, and for, uh, you know, for, you know, the level of skill that he had, you know, just universally recognized. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, I think when he was in Paris, there was actually maybe a gallery show that he was there mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, recognized internationally and just universally for being the great artist that he is. Mm-hmm. And like you said, just gone way too soon, man. That's, uh, yeah, man. It, was re- it, was re- it was really a shock. And I'm, to be honest with you, you know, ever since I heard the news and, you know, you and I decided to have a conversation about it on, on the podcast, you know, I've been kind of bummed out about it, you know. Mm-hmm. I always get really kind of depressed and getting kind of a funk, man, when we lose a creative person. Mm. Doesn't necessarily have to be a visual artist. It could be, you know, a musician or a poet or a writer or a filmmaker or, you know, some kind of performer, uh, you know, anyone who makes things. Um, I just always get kind of bummed out uh, because, you know, the world lost someone who was putting something into the universe that wasn't there before. Right. You know what I mean? Those are those are special people. You know, yeah. you make art. Like I said, Adrian makes art. We have a lot of friends who are artists. Mm-hmm. People who are making something that was never seen before I did it. Mm-hmm. it this mm-hmm. was never in the universe before I did it just now. Right, right. That's, that's an incredible gift to the universe and to the world and to society. And, wow. and so when we lose those people, you know, it, it feels like a loss. Now, granted, you know, one life ends and another life begins, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's another, you know, there's a... 16-year-old now somewhere in the world who's, you know, going to kick everybody's ass, you know, in five or six years or, right, right. you know, or whatever. But, you know, God damn, it's just it's just tough, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, we're talking about, like, I mean, not to not to be um, dismissive of various people's uh, talents or abilities, but we're talking about calibers here, man. There's so many different calibers of, 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 of artists and, and when it comes to, like, um, outputs and, and, and levels of, of relatability. And this guy crossed all those different gamuts, man. I mean, he didn't, he wasn't just a, a pretty girl artist. He wasn't just a pretty guy artist. He wasn't just a, uh, a genre artist specifically. He went across the board mm-hmm. as, as, as like anybody, like, like nobody's business. He's like, I can do the science fiction. I can do the fantasy. I can do the good girl. I can do the bad boy. I can do the soldier guy. I can do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's one of those guys. It's like, wow, he just got it. You know, um, another artist I would say that, that's, that I followed in the past that, that it's not really, I mean, I mean, closely related to the kind of ideal of what uh, Zhangji was is uh, is um, Yoji Shinkawa in some ways. Yoji has that ability to kind of like, okay, even though that's refined, but Yoji could could get in there and, and give you the essence of what something was. You know, this is what this is what this is what a weapon looks like. This is what a soldier looks like. This, but but, granted, I mean, Yo, Yoji, I mean, I love Shinkawa, but to me, he's not he's not the same level. But uh, just the idea of the expressionism that was there mm. is what Yoji gives you, mm. and, I, and I loved him for that, you know, um, and and love you know love uh, Kim the same way. Yeah, there's just definitely online. If you go online now, you know, social media, any of the platforms, you know, there's definitely a uh, 
you know, everyone is just pouring their feelings out in the form of portraits of Jungji, you know, posting, you know, when they pictures when they met him and, mm-hmm. you know, at conventions and appearances, signings, etc. You know, his his family and, and, and uh, friends, you know, have shared things. As a matter of fact, I believe they've asked there's, there's a uh, a place where you can sit them on, submit them online. But, you know, they've asked for people who, who do make art at whatever skill level you are to uh, to draw flowers and to send them flowers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this idea of giving him his flowers, you know, at this time. But, yeah, it's just, you know, everyone is kind of mourning and kind of grieving his loss and, and, and really wanting to show uh, just what, a, you know, what a cherished and, and valued and respected member of the creative community, you know, uh, Jung Ji was. Mm-hmm. And he was never he was never melancholy, dude. Like that's the thing. Like he like he was always he was always laughing. Even even as he was as he was doing his performative art and doing the, doing the work that he was doing, he was always upbeat. There was never a moment where he was just like he made jokes about stuff and you know. It's like a time when I met when I met uh, Jean Giraud. You know, he made jokes about stuff. It's like you know, mm-hmm. um, this is like you know, this is what you look like in California. This is the shirt in California. This is you know, this is what I see in Americans and things like that. You know what I mean? Right. Very, it's very. Very, very uh, humble and very, and very fun and very much a interactive spirit, you know, not put upon, you know. That's why he's able to give like what he gave because he was always seemed like he was always elevated in, in his approach to, to how he he did art, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, and you know, I think in terms of how this has kind of really rocked, you know, the creative community. The only comparisons I can kind of make is when, um, like back in 07, when Michael Ringo passed away. Yeah. You know, in the comics community, you know, just this really universally beloved figure, a terrific artist. Yeah. yeah. But just this really beloved figure who, you know, helped a lot of other people and gave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 you know, and people were just knocked on their asses, you know, when he passed away. And then again, in 2012, when, when Mobius, you know, passed away. I mean, everyone was just online, just sharing pictures and images and stories mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and heaping, his, you know, his praises. I mean, he got, you know, Mobius is another one where he certainly got his flowers while he was alive. I mean, he yeah. was just absolutely considered one of the greats, one of the absolute living greats. But those two, those two really, really, really did, it really did have an effect on everybody when, when we lost them. Yeah. Um, and, and similarly, like now with with Jung Ji, not to make comparisons, but yeah, interesting. Sure, it, it's just it, it feels the same. The same. I feel the same resonance mm-hmm. um, uh, as 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 back then. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and I was I was texting back and forth with you because, you know, in the last five, six, seven years, you know, we've lost a lot of of talent in, in the form of comic artists and illustrators and, and just visual artists in general. Yeah, for sure. You know, even just this year, who would have thought that we would have lost Neil Adams and George Perez yeah. within, mo- within months of each, weeks of each other? Yeah, yeah. Crazy, man. You know, and um, and even like Tom Palmer, the... Uh, Inker. Yeah, I mean, he, he passed away this year. So, I mean, they're, they're, they would be considered certainly OGs. Mm-hmm, for sure. You know, but just, you know, five, six years ago, Darwin Cook, mm-hmm. you know, um, a couple of years ago, um, Jerry Alangulin, Francis uh, Lanilius Inker. Sure. I think sure. it was his Inker. I believe it was his Inker. Damn, I didn't realize he, yeah. Yeah, he passed away. J.P. Leon, Tim Sale. Yeah. Uh, Steve Dillon, the British artist. Damn, Steve Dillon, yo? Yeah, back in 2016. Wow. Yep, yep. Wow, wow. Back in 2016. And then here recently, and I didn't even realize this, uh, LaShawn Colvin, you you mentioned yes, that in the text. Man. Yes, man. 
Beautiful Soldier, man. She was she was uh, did a uh, Kickstarter for Beautiful Soldier, which is going to be a great book, man. When it when it finally comes out, mm-hmm. it was pretty much pretty much done, ready to go to printer now at this point. And she had you know taken some time, and she was actually not only she's like like like, uh, like Antonio, man. That way, she was not only a, a creative, but also a, a retailer, and she formed her own company for for IPs and stuff, man. So mm-hmm. very much involved with 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 the community and and, and her own personalized vision. And you know, I I'm not sure. I, I know she had suffered a loss prior. Um, several years ago, of her of her own mother, you know, mm. and you know she, um, but she seemed like seemed like she had snapped back from it or whatever, and she was just trying to do, trying to trying to complete her creative vision, which which you know hopefully was which was to, you know, bring certain characters and ideas of life to life with other people helping her do it. You know, I mean, she I don't think she was an artist per se. I think she's more of a, a writer, mm-hmm. and and but I mean, still just the same. I mean, she was a creative individual who. Who had had a dream that she was sought of fruition before she passed? You know, I'm 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 grateful to, for that for her. You know, not that I know a whole lot about her, but I, I, I mean, I, I was, you know, there, there are many, there are multitude of kickstarters out there, you know, and I I'm very I'm very I'm very I'm very peculiar I'm very picky about who I, who I throw my shekels at, so to speak. Not because I don't believe in them <laughs> as individuals, but because I, I have a man of, of of limited means and income, but I also want to see. I want to see the cream rise, man. You know, and I think to me she was cream. Mm. Her project, her project was was one of cream, and I, I felt like I would be amply, sufficiently rewarded for the money that I, I that I put into it. And it wasn't much, but I but I but what I gave, you know, and, and to to see her to see her win was not to say that I really do feel that you have a good product here and a, and a good idea, a good vision. So mm. definitely, definitely. Uh, another one too, and I, I was less familiar with his work until after he he had passed, unfortunately. But uh, Jesse Ham in Portland, okay, uh, he's a Portland-based artist. Um, he was very, very uh, integrated and engaged with the uh, the comic scene and, and the art scene in Portland. Okay, okay. Uh, Leland Purvis knew him. Said he was really a stand-up guy, and um, a lot of, uh, a lot of the Portlanders really thrown by his passing uh, because I think it was sudden. He was a very young guy, you know, right. But Jesse Ham is another one. And, you know, just thinking about all of this, because, you know, obviously, I say obviously, my assumption is, is that, you know, Jung Ji was doing pretty well, you know, in terms of his career. You know, he was traveling internationally, you know. Mm-hmm. And but, you know, the life of an artist, you know, it's a tricky one, especially if you're like a freelancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some of these folks who passed away, some of them were probably in decent shape financially, some of them were probably, they might've been paycheck to check paycheck. They might've been month to month. Right. Right. You know, if you're a freelancer, you know, there's, you're chasing the gig. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You're, you're chasing the gig and it's job to job. And, you know, certainly if you're a popular artist in general, you know, there can be, you know, fans worldwide and convention appearances and signings and workshops and travel and, mm-hmm. you know, and you're, you're making things for a living and you're a part of a community of, you know, of creatives and, um, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with that and the flip side of it is, is there's also, you know, paying bills mm-hmm. and financial woes, you know, at times. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to maintain your relationship with your partner or your spouse uh, take care of your family, your kids, you know, uh, you, you know, your pets, mm-hmm. you're, you know, trying to pay for health care and, you know, trying to save up for, you know, for a vacation if you can afford to or, you know, eventual retirement if you can afford to, you know, mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, everybody's just at different stages. And so, you know, you hear about, you know, you know, these artists whose work that we love, you know, and, and uh, you know, they pass away and you hope that they're OK. But, mm-hmm. you know, the life of an artist is just it's not a, a career as an artist is not a safe bet. Mm-hmm. And I often try not to I often try not to glamorize or to mythologize it like I did when I was younger, because I realized that these are human beings. You know, we're talking about Jung Ji and all the people, we, you know, I just mentioned, we're talking about them as fans, but these are human beings who had children and, you know, and wives and girlfriends and, uh, and, and people in their lives who love them. And, and, you know, and, and those people are crying real tears and have, and grieving in a real way, mm-hmm. you know, that you and I are not, you know, mm-hmm. but I just think about that other side of, you know, being an artist and what, what that life is like. And, you know, um, and not try not to just focus on, oh, you know, Right, the, the the output of what what they are as people, and it's you know it's it's I can I can only speak personally for myself as a person that has been doing it for a long period of time, like 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 you used to. Um, there are so many sacrifices, man. Yeah, I mean there are so many sacrifices, dude, and 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 you know it doesn't seem like a sacrifice, but time lets you know that it, that you sacrifice things. You know, um, yeah, and getting to a point to where you're good, getting to a point to where you're 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 happy with your life and 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 focused on many th- other things outside of the art. You know, because I came to a conclusion with a long time ago, Swain is, I'm an artist regardless of what I, what I, what I show people. I'm an artist regardless of of what, what of what economic level I find myself on in terms of selling stuff you know and i can't change that like i create regardless i i do stuff because it 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 fulfills me it feels like a parts and i want to get out you know i i have to do this mm. Mm. so i mean and and for i celebrate those that are capable of making a living of it living from it and i i i, I kind of can appreciate the 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 stress and struggle perhaps that they've they've undergone and undertaken um and you look at i mean you find years later that rockwell had had family issues, man. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, he, you know, because because he was he was constantly in there and there and doing the work, man. But putting out those 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 paintings for the Saturday Evening Post and things like that, you know. <laughs> right. I mean, he was on it, you know. So those, so those guys were were they, they sacrificed, man. I mean, you look at uh, Catherine. Uh, oh, Jeff Jones. Jeff Jones. Look at look at him. Look look at what he's look look what he sacrificed. Look at he went through internally. You know, to become who he was in the, in the end of his life, and what and and the, and the relationships he sacrificed because of it. He was he was divorced in this situation. You know, he got separated from his, his his first wife because of this situation. You know, not saying that, not saying that the art was the cause of it, but I mean that the 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 life the life the livelihood of an artist is not <laughs> to paraphrase. Ain't no crystal stair. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it, you know, it's it's. I mean, look at look at um. You know, other artists, which I respect, that are doing it, man. They're, they're are, are barely eking a living out of it and stuff. And I just, I just, I'm, I'm in full appreciation of it. And I'm, I'm not, I don't want to turn this into a boohoo thing of, 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 you know, oh, you didn't, you know, like you said, no one told you that you had to make a living from this thing. No one says that you were, you were guaranteed to make a living from this thing. No one, there's, there's no guarantee that you uh, are going to be reach a level of notoriety that you, that you, that you, that you think that you are, are due based on your skill set or whatever. And the, and the falsification of what social media provides for you as a, as a pillar to push you further in that flotilla, mm. you know? Um, 
and not getting personal, but I mean, there, there are things which people do and people are doing now on social media. There was never a possibility 10, 15, 20 years ago. I mean, there are, there are lifestyles which could be supported based on those things now, you know, and, and not to be a bummer, but I mean, I, I, I just I, I celebrate those artists which are capable of doing these things. And I, I, I appreciate them. and I respect them for it. And I, I'm gratified. And it 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 propels me to want to do better and be more expressive and be more free and be more be more giving in terms of what I hold dear as, as an artist, you know? So I do. I do. I do. And, you know, you say that, Dwight, and uh, the reality is you're exactly right. You know, the, the urge or the desire or the inkling within you to want to create something, to make something, it's just, it's almost impossible to describe. It's it's different from appetite. It's different from a sexual urge. It's different from any other urge you may have as as a human being, you know, to make something. And, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why, like, I remember, you know, Mark Chirello on, on the show when we interviewed him, mm-hmm. I remember him saying that ev- there are even, you know, artists who worked in comics, artists in general, but co- artists who worked in comics specifically, whose work he didn't care for. But he just had so much respect for them because drawing is so hard and getting good at drawing is so hard and and making a good comic, you know, to quote, quote, Klaus Jansen is so difficult. And for someone to be able to do it on a professional level where, you know, it, you know, well, not only that they make a living at it, but that they, you know, that it appeals to masses of people. Yeah. Anyway, um, not to get too far off the subject, but. I, I do think you're right. I do think that, you know, regardless of uh, recognition, regardless of, you know, financial level or, uh, or or anything, you know, artists exist and, you know, and they, they you know, visual artists, uh, people who make sculptures and uh, statues and figurines and, you know, costumes. Yes, sir. You know, you know, they can't help but do it. Mm-hmm. They can't help but do it. And it's really... Um, like even with Jung Ji, I mean, he just once he got going on that one side of the canvas. When he got to the other side, yo, he was gone, sir. I mean, it was just phenomenal, you, you know. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> it's it was really. I don't use the word very often to describe art or art or someone who you know who makes you know picture making. It was breathtaking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just breathtaking. Yeah. Like, yeah, wow. Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah. He was a he was a he was a phenom, he was a phenom, man. I mean, there 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 are people which do it, and 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 do it well. But I mean, he was on he was next level, man. I mean, there was no this guy was like on some 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 alien shit, dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, he, he was like, huh? <laughs> like I, you know. You know, there, there are levels, and this is why I think this is one of the things that, that you, as you like, as you as you sit to feel the master, and and as you and you and you achieve a certain level of mastery yourself, and you look at somebody accomplish something like this, and you okay, you know where you know where the connective tissue is, you know where okay, you know where he's going next. You say okay, that's the eyes. Now he's going to go to the nose. Now he's going to go to the mouth. Now he's going back to the. So he's going to balance these things out to make things work. He wouldn't go in that order sometimes. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And you'd be like, well, damn, you know, <laughs> how's this guy seeing this inside of his head to put it down? You know, where's he still on the paper? You know, he he had no he had no fear of the white paper, dude. He had no fear of blank page, a blank space. Tim blank space was his was his playground. And he went in and just like just dug in. It's like, yeah, I'll make a sandcastle out of this shit 
and you don't even know how I'm making the sandcastle. You know, I got this, yeah. <laughs> I got this bucket over here. I got this sand right here. I got this water. But you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna freak it out on you. I'm gonna cut this out and make a stand. Like, why is it standing with no structure, Jean? I mean, uh, uh, Jean, it's, there's, no, there's no structure there. You know, and it's like, okay, well, okay, oh, okay, there you are now. There's a, there's the, there's a, there's a, there's that foreign piece I'm looking for. It's like, right. I, I, I give up. And, and it, it's it, to go back to your your magic uh, metaphor, where it's almost like he's performing magic, and then he's showing you how he does the trick at the same time. Right, right. You know what you're saying? Wait, huh? Oh, it's just like a collective gasp of everyone oh you know where you realize oh this is what and and i'm always amazed at artists who start drawing at the hand Mm -hmm. or start drawing at the foot or start drawing at a a shoulder you know because most of us will start with you know more of the center of gravity the head or the chest or torso whatever right and then work our work our way out to you know to the extremities and to or to the uh uh but yeah it's just there's just there's just there's just not a lot of words that I, I you know, I, I, there aren't a lot of words to describe, you know, just like you said, this, this fella's level of skill. And it really was just something to behold. And the world truly lost, lost something. And, and uh, you know, when he passed away, because mm-hmm. uh, there, there just won't be another one like him. Mm-mm. That concludes this episode of Sidebar Forever, hosted by Dwight Clark, Swain Hunt, and Adrian Johnson. You can find us online at sidebarforever.com. Any emails or questions can be directed to us at sidebarforever at gmail.com. And also, subscribe to us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram.